Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Magical Misery Tour. I'm Jesse Dram. I totally didn't botch the first take of that, and Neil didn't correct me like a smug fucking headmaster. Our guest this week is uh, Peggy O'Leary. Dear God, this is a fucking big one. We talk about death. Uh, this, a lot of death. A lot of sad death. Uh, this, fuck. Yeah, just listen to it. You can find her on Instagram at uh, Aunt Peggy O. That is A U N T underscore Peggy P E G G Y O. And you can find her on uh, Twitter at Peggy O'Leary. And yeah, she has a show with. Well, she's on the Drop Ten Media Network with the Lovable Monsters podcast with Ryan Foster, another alumni. They also run the Lovable Monsters live stand-up show at Manny Brown's. You can catch that next one, November twenty-first. Uh, did they say no cover? Yeah, no cover. No cover. So you got no excuse not to go. What's your fucking issue, guys? Magical Misery Tour rolls on. Oh. Hello and welcome to the Magical Misery Tour, where funny people discuss life's unfunniest things. With me, as always, is my co-host, who you cannot see, James Neil Wood. Oh, thank you, buddy. It's good to use the full name. That has not happened. Okay. James Neil Wood, Social Security Code 183. <laughs> Stop. Uh, You're guessing kind of right. That's not funny. You know what's funny? Uh, I only remember my Social Security Code because of Blink-182. Oh, really? Because it's not 182, but there is a 1 and an 8 and a 2. I'm glad your mnemonic devices are working. That's yeah. so wonderful. I'm just saying, folks, if you follow the breadcrumbs, how are dropping you? them. <laughs> how are you? How sad are you? How happy are you? What's going on? I'm actually very happy. I'm very nerdy. Um, my, me and my girlfriend are texting each other, and she said that uh, cooking makes her really excited for us to have kids, because oh. she knows that's what she wants to do. Shit. And I said I'm going to buy her an apron for Mother's Day. Ew. And how cute would it be if we <laughs> oh. started getting each other Mother's Day and Father's Day gifts? Much. I'm sorry. Day I asked. One. We've been I'm together sorry, I fucking four asked, dude. months. This is disgusting. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Fucking insane. You guys need to slow down. I'm going to say now because of what you just said, as we've talked about in this podcast or before you do, I guess, hmm. you need to slow down. You're going to be that my best. That is getting a little. We, we, You're going to be my best man. Nice. You're going to be my I best like man both of and you. my godfather, Neil. I like both of you, and this is going to end in tragedy. So just watch it. Um, if so we have, five, if we have five kids, you godfather all of them. <laughs> you know, let's do it. I think she has some ideas about this. <laughs> With us, she is one of the hosts of the Lovable, 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 <laughs> the Lovable Monsters podcast, in addition to many other things, which I'm sure we'll get into. Peggy O'Leary, how you doing, Peggy? Hi, I'm good. Oh, oh, and your mic's not on. Ah, Neil fucked up. I went on five. I'm sorry. Oh, man, sorry. Neil. Uh, Me down. Yeah, I did. Sorry, everybody. Oh, well, there yep, she is. I'm back. Hey, okay. back Instead of chastising my love life. I know. Yeah, that was God smiting you. Yeah. Well, usually I get a little second to make Jesus sure. Jesus is on the side anyway. of my road. Just stop. Um, <laughs> so that's um, yeah. Inside thoughts. You shouldn't say this out loud. <laughs> Definitely not on a podcast. I agree. Uh, I mean, you I guys mean, are cute, but gross. Yeah, I want to throw yeah, up. Yeah. Very but then gross. again, I'm a monster. So oh, there you go. A lovable monster. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on, on the nose. On the nose. Forget it. Yeah. It's why we call it that, because I call myself a monster all the time. Yeah. Um, nice. No, that's so cute and slash weird. And when you guys break up, you're going to be really sad. I've had yeah. so much romantic failure leading up to this that, like, when everything's going good and just, like, firing all cylinders, it's like a little... You get caught up in it. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. No, I think that's sweet. I don't... Um, yeah, I mean, I 
you know. Peggy's being nice because she doesn't know you as well, I think. Right. Uh, no, I, also, I will say. Shit on me. Tell me I'll die alone. I'm no, shitting on you. I just, it sounds. See, like, I don't think you're going to die alone. I think it's the, I, I just, I actually, I think of, it's more of, um, it's more of a knock on me. Like right away, I, I was like, cringe, my like blood was boiling uh-huh. while you were okay. saying that, which is like, I have that's that a t- this is why guys don't want to date me because <laughs> guys don't want to hear that the girl's like, oh my God, you're such a fucking pussy. But he, here's the fucked up thing. She has told me repeatedly throughout this entire relationship that like, I am never like this with guys. Like, and I've met all her friends. And like, yeah, you, you kind of fucking broke her. I don't know where all this optimism came right. from. Right. So. Oh, cool. So this is going to be a crash and burn situation. Yeah. <laughs> just because you're like, putting your eggs all in one basket doesn't mean you're not going to drop it, buddy. It doesn't. You know what I mean? She sounds like just because it's new and it's weird. I mean, follow the emotions. I feel like you can't do much well, no, no. about we're, it. What we're doing is we're putting all her eggs into her uterus yes, where my semen will go and make yes. a bunch of babies. And you're going to try to Do you want to have kids like sooner rather than later? I want a whole hockey team full of babies. Uh. Actually, you know, it is going to have to happen sooner than later, probably a few years, I guess. it's. I would like to be a little bit further along because it's definitely, we were talking before how I wish I was doing a lot better in comedy at this point, and that's definitely, you know, having kids, that's definitely putting the fucking barrel in your mouth and uh, setting the egg timer. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I definitely want kids. I'd like them sooner than later. I mean, when, how, when, when my dad... I'm 33. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I'll be 33 in a week. Oh, there you go. But it's also when my dad was my age, I was I was already 10. So I'm very like just coming from a very white trash background. It's like I kind of should have been I said before I met her, I said a few times, like, I feel like I should have been married, had a kid and been divorced already. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also, here comes another moment where I hit on Peggy. Um, I thought you I, yeah, yesterday I was like, dude, she could be 25. I have no idea how old Peggy is. <laughs> you said that on one of the podcasts. Yeah. Actually. yeah. I, I just feel like some people hold it together. I'm just like, I could I couldn't pin it down. So that's me hitting on Peggy as we usually do. I like it. There we it's go. Nice. Boom. But yeah, you're right. In terms of parents, I mean, you're. you're I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm the youngest right. of six. My parents, when the, <laughs> by the time my my dad had me, the sixth one, when he's forty. So by the time he was like, oh, he had damn. all of um, he had five kids by thirty six. Yeah, damn. that's a lot. So um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is amazing. My so, mom had six kids by thirty six. Okay, so oh. is that like they're like an Irish family coming mm-hmm. from Catholic? Yeah. Yes. Okay. How long do? How long were your parents? Uh, walk this back for me. How long were they together before they had their first kid? Were uh, they get right? My yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, they met. Because um, this will help him. <laughs> it was quicker. I will say right. that. I, I think they were well because they both had been engaged prior to knowing each other. Oh. My dad had got engaged oh, before like, he went to war, oh, and then shit. he got like a dear John letter. My Ooh, mom fuck. was engaged actually when they met. They, oh. This is actually a really... So my dad's a funeral director. I grew up on top of a funeral home. And my parents met because my dad opened the car door and my mom fell out on the funeral and he caught her. That's how he they met. Holy she shit. She was currently engaged at the time. He asked about her to her aunts and they were like, oh no, she's like engaged. And so when they broke... When, when her and her fiance broke it off mm-hmm. um they were really her mom and her aunts like kind of like conspired against her because they thought she was gonna get back with him and they didn't want him to go get back with the guy so my aunt called the funeral home that my dad was working at and asked for tommy and said um do you remember um you know said her who name is like what right. the funeral was it was like six months ago mm-hmm. and my dad goes oh the pretty woman the pretty girl um in the red cor- uh convertible because she had a red convertible at the time mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and they were like, yeah. And she, they were like, will you take her out to dinner? So they went out to dinner on a Thursday. My dad literally just straight up called. And she was like, okay. She was just like, kind of. They went <laughs> Did out, she even remember him? From she him? remembered him, yeah. They called, okay. him the, they called him the friendly funeral director. Because <laughs> um, he was okay. like a short, the little guy. Serial killer the or little, hot? One of the two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the little friendly funeral director. And um, so she, um, they went out on a Thursday. My dad had dates Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So no, no, Friday and Saturday. And he, at the end, when he was dropping her off, he was like, I wish I could cancel both Friday and Saturday and just take you out. And um, mm. he called her the next day and said, do you want to go out Sunday? So he's like, he's still a gentleman. He didn't right. cancel those dates. Mm -hmm. But my mom did say, she was like, why don't he drop me off? I just kind of knew we were going to get married. So then they got like engaged probably in like a year. Mm. And they got married in like six months after that. Dang. I love hearing stories like that That's where adorable. it's like, oh, I knew from, I knew right away. I I was going to marry this guy. Right. Yeah. But you yeah. also hear stories like that. I think those people get divorced. And say, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, now, my only question I've is... I've also uh, thought I was going to marry a couple people and it didn't work out. So. <laughs> <laughs> my only question sure. is uh, when, a, when, a, when a funeral director guy gets married, do uh, all the women's family... I'm going... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a Paul Bear joke. Now. It's going to be a Paul Bear joke. Know, do they all pick stupid. her up by the side and no, carry her over the threshold? No, it was dumb. Called, it's wasn't a, worth it. wasn't worth it. It's the horror. That's the Jewish... Forgive the chairs. Yeah. I think so. And then they do it through a hole in the sheet. Okay. Gotcha. Good bringing in momism. I like it. That's crazy. I um. I so early on again. You've told uh, Peggy what we do with this podcast, but yep. I think childhood we've got already kind of a little bit there mm -hmm. in terms of being one of. Well, you know, I also the, want the a little bit of like, what's it like just growing up? The youngest, what was it, six? You said. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. They were they like treated me like um the baby by like a while because it was mm -hmm. four girls and then they had my brother and right. makes sense they would stop then, uh -huh. and she actually was going to get her tubes tied and then like right before she got it done she was like i had a weird pit in my stomach and i didn't feel comfortable with it and she always is like that was you in heaven saying you're coming and uh and then two years so later cute. she got pregnant with me yeah and then um so she didn't yeah they, they didn't go through it but um so i was like the most um like overly stimulated baby because my mm. they would like wake me up like like the stories of me as a child it's like i could eat five slices of pizza by two <laughs> i never slept because they would just wake me up and i was just always ready to like right. dance uh -huh. and have fun and i could swim before i could walk those are the three stories oh, wow. okay. and i never cried Oh, you're, I they never one. cried, and yeah, so I'm like, yeah. "Well, this is why I'm a depressed adult because that that stimulation yeah, yeah. Nothing is was crazy." Keep up with that. Nothing. Yes. I mean, also, you, you expect me to date one person? I had just like a like an audience since I was a child, just right. like dancing and mm. singing for them. So, um, I had a pretty like charm childhood up until fifth grade, until I was like five, and then right. I went to kindergarten and it all came Ooh. crashing down Ooh. when I found out I was a fat kid, and uh, oh, I didn't know yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because everybody. Yeah. It just adored me, right. and I was like really good with mm. like adults. And I spent my, you know, I did spend my days watching my mom put makeup on dead bodies, which is probably another reason why it's I'm a, a depressed different. adult. It's a little right. dark. Um, that's, a, that's a fun thing for uh, you know, take your daughter to work day. I yeah, guess yeah, yeah, yeah. go right up and pour it on that. Yeah, so she's comfortable with death. Mm -hmm. Were the go. kids freaked out by that? Were they like, "You live in the oh, death house"? No, help. not really, because you know what? Because I was the like my house was always like Christmas Eve. We always had an open house that people would come to, oh. and like. Um, when they opened the funeral home, they did an open house, like to have everybody like, and then they went through the, like the upstairs apartment and stuff. Right. So like, it was kind of, um, and my mom always like entertained. So actually my house was like the house everybody hung out at. Okay. Yeah. And especially because like my neighborhood, like parish, whatever, everybody knew. So it was like, I had also a lot of kids in my grade 
uh, siblings were in my siblings' grade, so like mm. most of them had already like yeah in this picture. Oh, okay, so you were they're a little more tied in, I think, to the community yeah. than normally. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's not like a it's a our house right. is like in, in a residential area, right? So, mm-hmm. so okay. it's very different. So you didn't get a lot of flack for that, but mm-hmm. kindergarten mm-hmm. walked in and they were like, "Whoa, yeah, what was it, yeah, what was yeah, it yeah, about yeah, being yeah. the fat kid?" I was the fat kid too for many years. So. Um, what was it? I mean, I don't. I mean, it was, well, it was just jaw right. It was just striking because she was like, "I didn't know I was the chubby pie, a little chubby." Right, but but right. Then, well, was this also comparing yourself to everybody else, or was it the first? No, thing? Like, it was look like, at the fat girl. Yeah, it was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and then and then my mom was overly obsessed with it because she was a chubby kid. Mm-hmm. So she put me on a diet as an eight. So like I'm all sorts of fucked up from yeah, it. Yeah. And I probably stayed heavy for a long time because I was fucked up by mm-hmm. it. Like had I just like whatever, right. like it, nobody put that much pressure on me. You know, everybody gets bullied. Who who cares? Kind of right, thing. But right. then I was like also at home, like my mom and dad, like you're not allowed to eat that or like whatever it was. Right. So um we're constant needling yeah. and not like in a healthy way. Yeah. Or not even, yeah. it's not like they intended it not to be an healthy way, yeah. but it can kind of I was always stick. very confident, though. Like, right. I was like, right. and, I, and I, that, that's the other thing that's really funny. My mom would yeah. like be like, I can't believe you're this confident. Like, I, she said that stuff a yeah. lot. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you get older and you're like, you know, Oof. thinking about that and you're like, this is, those are really, these are where my insecurities come from. There's some jabs in there. You're like, yeah. hey, hey, okay. Is it your mom right. roasting you around the house? Oh, like, my, and, my whole family's like that. Oh, we're a fucking yeah. house of girls. My, my sister was blown away that I was apparently a little anal retentive. I was like, Chrissy, up up until I left this house, you were at every moment criticizing, like, did you wash your ears? She would just pull on me at all times. <laughs> pull on me. Did you wash your ears? What is this? You have like little hair on your chin. What is this? You shaving? I was like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little tight. I'm a little, I'm a little tight. Yeah. And she was like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's you, you dipshit. <laughs> I'm probably going to end up, I, I don't want to, but I'm almost certainly going to end up fucking my kids up on being fat just because I hated being fucking fat yeah but just don't do that yeah it'll make it it'll backfire trust well, me. i mean that's why i hope it works out with this girl because she's also vegan so it would be kind of hard for the kids to be fat and I, if i'm entirely honest it'd be kind of hard for her to get so, fat too but also you that's just not true i've seen fat yeah, vegans that's very possible true. Yeah. all you have to do buddy is just don't do the late night eating that's the only bad habit i think you have oh, uh, no, no 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 we're not talking all the way back to uh, all the way back with my weight uh, thing it wasn't always night eating it was that my fucking mom and dad didn't know anything about nutrition and my dad well, thought like a half Found a cheeseburger with a thick slice of Velveeta on it. Right. Perfect for a six-year-old. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah gotcha. my okay. family fed a two-year-old five slices of pizza. <laughs> well, there you go. That is so fucking. Like, this is that, is, Look at her go. that is child abuse. She's <laughs> going for six. <laughs> like, like I just keep picturing the kid crawling. I like, would eat anything. They like loved it. They think it's so funny. <laughs> and now you know, I guess her breakfast. So like now, I eat right. very slowly, and they're always just like, "Why is it taking so long?" Sure. She's like uh, trying to crawl, but none of her appendages are reaching the floor. I know. I'm like, this is why I swam before I walked, mom, because gravity didn't affect me. Okay, <laughs> I wanted to be active, but you didn't allow it. Uh, oh no, my but gosh. Okay. I could dance and I could swim before I could walk. <laughs> and confident is something in there that throws me through a loop mm. because I was chubby amongst like you guys. I did not come into the grades like confident chubby. Yeah, I did not come in like. But you didn't know. That's the difference. I don't think up until that point you didn't know if you. I also had this like I I was a very like determined little kid. Like I thought yeah. I was going to be a child actress. Like I thought I was going to be like a right. Like I had yeah. all these like you're vivacious, <laughs> very <laughs> intense thoughts. That like yeah. I remember this is such a weird thought. I remember thinking I wanted to 
look like this other girl who was in my class who I thought was like the most beautiful girl, but I didn't want her brain. I remember thinking that. I was like, I obviously don't want to fucking be her. She is fucking basic white bitch. Empty but upstairs. Definitely want to be hot. You know what I mean? So I've kind of always been that. So I think that was the thing. I also... Am a fun like I was a fun kid and I had like a lot of the parties and my right. siblings were fun and mm. so I was always confident in that like I also when you're in a small grade school where you have like thirty five kids that oh, you're sure. from kindergarten through eighth grade eventually it's just like I remember yeah. going into sixth grade being like you're just gonna fucking be yourself yeah right. fuck this you yeah. are going to be famous one day see the difference so, oh, I really wish the difference between you're thirty three and I am the opposite of famous wow. well, no, I, I mean trust me we'll show you unfamous uh, <laughs> um, but I think the difference there is that you stayed in the same school I had a very similar experience where I went to Catholic school all the time mm. but I was always every three years new school. i was out so i was always fucked it was always just never got comfortable ever. did you play a right. sport or anything? i did i played multiples i mean the earliest was soccer and then before you know it came to like basketball and all that i played uh football seventh and eighth i played uh lacrosse in high school like so yeah, yeah all the stuff see i think the other baseball thing was, when I, was I was obsessed with cheerleading my sister i was the mascot when my like we call mascots it's like little girls who, yeah, who, you right. know and so I was the mascot for my sisters and and, and by the time I was going to be in kindergarten I was as tall as one of the 8th graders my <laughs> mom was like you can't be Shit. a mascot anymore <laughs> and also like at one point the coaches used to always be like if Peggy can do it better than you you guys aren't practicing and Fuck. my mom was like I, we, I, you know what we can't, we can't like show up these 13 year olds with a fucking 5 year old <laughs> yeah. so I started competitive cheerleading um, right. in first grade. Yeah. So right. like by the time I was like in, when I was like six, I was in a competitive cheerleading team wow. squad. So it's like, I, then that gave built in confidence because right. I, you know, you're like on a team and it's like cut through like cheerleaders. Sure. So you have to be a little bit, a little edgy. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I cried a lot. My mom used to right. always be like, I can't believe, why are you torturing yourself? I'm like, because I love cheerleading. Like, I just like loved it so much. Yeah. So okay. by the time I was like in fourth grade, I was like the captain. So it was like, I had all that yeah. other confidence, you right, know, because so I was really easy. good at stunting. There you go. Well, you're also, you're very determined. And I think just having a big family, the fact that you like have a squad behind you yeah. every time you go home, I think that definitely helps a yeah. lot. Like totally. I know I was I was the oldest. Neil, his sisters were like much older than him. So I feel Not like that made much. us a little more But no, but I, I mean I was I was the baby. I was the baby. Like yeah, but I was the baby by a lot. I think it was more of that my sisters they were. They were just obsessed with me. So like right, so I always Neil's sisters yeah. are just terrible then though. So that's no, I think to listen to everybody, please don't <laughs> do this. No, I think it was but they also had a lot going on. So you know, my older sister had her kids when she you know, she had my right. nephew when she was fifteen. So right. I wasn't like and then the middle kid, you know, they're always a burn I will diss my sister in the middle. Yeah. She's you know, they're always weird. So it's <laughs> yeah. always a problem. But um I I'm, but sorry, Peggy, I cut you off. Yeah. I think I also just was gonna always be that confident were, of a person. I just mm-hmm. said like, Were you the that, performing kid were you the performing baby? Uh-huh. Did you perform a lot for your family that's yes. what i thought i thought you were yeah, they still if you if you if you were to have hang out with me and my sisters they'll yeah. still pimp me out like so. they'll be like let's make this bar into a karaoke bar i'm like you can't do that and like yeah you can go do it <laughs> like i still they still make me do like dances i mean we we uh, all are all, we're like a dancing family like for when all my sisters got married we all like did performances for them and then like when mm. my brother got married like all the nieces and nephews did it too because we're like now like all right we're all too old for this right. but when we were younger like people like that was like the people were like i love o'leary's weddings because it's like oh you're gonna see the dance like, it was like a show. That. No, yeah. I do love the fucking performance families like That's that, so where they were. Uh, 
Oh, God. Still, I, I'll try to make this quick. This is still one of my favorite family stories. Uh, my grandmother's 80th birthday. So, like, the whole family's there. We ran out of hall. They force my one little cousin to do... She was taking, like, Irish step dance lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they make her go out and perform for everybody, etc. Um, I have another cousin who has Down syndrome. And uh, he frequently... He, his, like, fidget thing is he has a pair of knotted socks he always has. And he just wings around. I love that. So, I'm watching this Irish folk dance. And my uncle leans into my ear and says, next we're going to to send up Richie with his nunchuck routine. <laughs> and it might have been the first, like, oh my God, that is fucking horrible. And I love that laugh. Ever. So that's really fun. Ah, good old cousin Richie. All right. Well, I think we had another one. Oh, well, I'm wondering no. going to the next thing. It was because it was, I've, I've had the privilege of hanging out with Peggy just a little bit more just because I'm on the, the mm. crossover there. Peggy, you talked about crying and stuff like that. But like, is there music or something that, or a movie, especially that like, if you watch, you will weep. I mean, is that, is that how you're activated? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, cause I was, he did tell me a little bit. He said the song and it's so funny. It's like, I have a couple songs that I will put on that. Like, right. like, like a Joni Mitchell song, like, okay. uh, bo- um, both sides now, but the one rendition I like more, but, and, uh, but, um, this is like so specific and weird to now, okay. you know, who Ben Platt is? Yes. I know. Oh, so that's, he's um, like, a, uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Right? Dear Evan okay. Hansen, which I fucking love. I mean, a lot of those Great. songs can make me cry, but he's on that new show politician. Okay. And he, um, it's like a closeted gay guy and like the guy that he is, who he was like having a secret relationship was yeah. River, and so he at the funeral and the guy dies at his funeral. He sings River by Joni Mitchell. You know that you know that oh, Christmas song. Yeah, I sobbed, and then really? what, I like will put it on. I will listen to. I've listened to it on repeat like fifteen times. So much that my brother came in and was like, "Are you still <laughs> listening to this motherfucking song?" And I'm like, "It's so good." And he's like singing with all this passion because he's like at the funeral, like singing, and also it's so tongue and cheek, like it's so on the nose that he mm. sings "River" to it, like right. I don't know. But so like that song can really make me just weep it out. Um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of like, um, well, my sister. Uh, when so the uh, what I, we went through like this tragedy like at one point my sister always claims that um, Whitney Houston Beyonce and Mariah Carey are her therapist and like so there is just like a like I have an album on repeat right. that I can listen to and just cry and the song for good from Wicked which is oh. was also on the was like was the song of my one niece who passed away like that was oh, on the wow. back of her prayer card so oh, I can cow. listen to that song and it's just a really beautiful song because it's like about yeah, people, whatever. So those of two course. songs are. Holy but yeah, I'm like a total mix. like music, like musicals. Like I'm the person who's like sitting there sobbing. Musicals I feel every bring me to fucking feel tears. everything. Like I could think about like a scene. Um, or, like Sunday in the Park with George is one of my favorite. Nobody knows this oh, musical, yeah, but I can listen to Ber- uh, Bernadette Peters and like just yeah. her, one like note from her would make me cry. Jeez. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm a big movies wise though. Yeah, I, my girl was the oh, fucking that oh, was the God. movie of my yeah. fucking childhood. Gotcha. It's like can't see without his glasses. See without his glasses. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I mean that scene is. Yeah. I mean, like I have chills right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, It'll break you up. We'll <laughs> catch you later. Um, yeah. So that's I know that's fair. Yeah, we, we've talked about you being vulnerable or not vulnerable. I would say that unfortunately people have either made you cry or you've been in situations where you have cried as a result of that. Like. 
I don't know. Could you talk about that a little bit more? We, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, uh, well, we, we talk about them a little bit just because Ryan and I became fast friends and then like I quickly was just crying in front of him <laughs> about stuff and he has sisters. So like, it's funny because like right. of anybody I think in the world, no one thinks Ryan Foster is going to be like the most sensitive, empathetic, or, empathetic yeah. but he is like, yeah. and so there's like so many nights where I'm just, and he'll be like, oh, no more cry. Oh, okay, we're not gonna cry. We can't cry. And so, um, but I've gotten it to the point where like I've made him cr- like we right like he's uh, well, he won't tell me why. I'll, right. They'll just become a moment where I'm like, are you? He's like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I just like activated some memory he had wow. or something. I wouldn't have imagined you two as sob sisters, but now that you uh, mentioned it, like yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I think when you like people, I think people just assume when it's like opposite sex that you're fucking. But it's like wow. our relationship is just so much more like weirdly like brother sister like. Uh-huh. We Jesse, you and I have like been uh, on a wrestling thing. Whatever that one wrestling thing. I'm sorry, no. but I mean that's why when you say that, you're like, oh, I don't surprise you. I'm like, what are you talking about? We watched that one wrestling thing with um, uh, who was it? Rhodes? Yeah, was it? It had something Jesse to do with Rhodes? It? And we watched that one speech or whatever they gave. Uh, Bro, I was. We were both sitting there. You oh, said yeah. you were. I was like, I was like, oh shit. Stop it. <laughs> I was like, oh, turn this off, dude. I'm tearing up right now. I was, yeah, it broke me up. Well, yeah, but you and I are weirdos, and they seem a bit more like what? socially. Seem, no, 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 I don't, I don't them. know. That's because their parties doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. They, they get up, but yeah. Actually, <laughs> human wait, beings. Was it here? No, I was on my way to the live episode. It was like after I came back from um, LA, the live, right. like, Lovable Monsters comedy mm-hmm. show. Right. On the way there, I was listening to Monica Lewinsky on uh, Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert, and okay. she is talking about, like, having, like, her past, like, being a like you know struggling with her weight and struggling with the idea of being like you know seen as like this slut and a dummy and I just started tearing up and I was like Woo, mama's not doing well. If, uh, a Monica Lewinsky podcast can really well you up, you know what I mean? But I was like, God, we have so much alike. We're both fat, dumb horse that Stop. fell in love with the wrong guy. <laughs> Just think if you really applied yourself, you could have pulled off the same I thing mean, as she did. I mean, listen, so. if I could, if I could actually indulge on the famous dick I've sucked, you'd be surprised. You, okay. Not presidential, okay. but yeah, they yeah. Get- if you could blow any president of the last cent, well, no, ever. <laughs> Ever? Ever? Ooh, um, I mean, you gotta say Obama, right? But then yeah. I feel like I don't want to disrespect Michelle. So right. if Michelle died, then I would do Fuck. it. Just, uh, just, um, just assume the first lady's down with okay, it. Okay, yeah. okay. She's down with it? She's okay. down with it. Um, she wants to watch. She gets a kick out of it. Um, so, and then, yeah, I guess you obviously gotta do Kennedy, right? Okay. I mean, I'm also like a big Marilyn Monroe girl, so I'm like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Catholic. You know, yeah. Irish. Yeah, Irish I mean, Catholic. I, I, I would have just said McKinley, but that's just because I respect the man. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I know. I wasn't like, should I say Lincoln? But we're pretty sure he's homosexual. So it's like, he wouldn't even want so. me. Yeah. Yeah. Bless his heart. Good question. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, uh, there's some tragedy that we usually talk about on this. I know you mentioned your niece. And I don't yeah. know if you don't want to go into it too no, much. I just no, no, no. I mean, but- yeah, I've talked about it publicly. Um, and because it was pretty public, mm. uh, my niece um, drowned in a public pool. Oh, what was a mm. private public pool? Um, Memorial Day, the Saturday Memorial Day weekend <sighs> in twenty. I want to say eleven. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. So I was actually in Austin, Texas, with my sketch group Bleak, and uh, I just jumped off a bridge into um, <laughs> water. So like probably at the moment she was dying, which is a very weird thing to think yeah, about. Wow. Weird um, so I was on my way to the, the hotel we were staying at was like right across the street. There was like a gas station. So we were going in the gas station to get beer and I got a text. And at the time my dad was really sick, like had just gotten like oh, diagnosed bipolar and he was like kind of on the like low end at the time. Mm-hmm. So I got all of a sudden I got a text from a random person that just said, um, 
sorry for your loss, which uh, is never fuck you. which is a fucked up thing to say. I have forgiven that person, but it took a long time for me to forgive her because um, obviously at no point is sorry for your loss like an okay thing to say to anyone, let alone like within the hour of someone dying that tragically. Yeah. So I don't know who's died. All I know is that someone has died. Mm. So I call my mom. She doesn't answer. I call my dad. Um, he doesn't answer. And I call my older sister, Megan, and she is like, answer the phone like, and I just remember, it's like, it's so weird, like when those things happen where you're like, God, movies did get it right. Like it did, it mm. felt like that, you, like, you know, where like, um, what do they call it? Where like you rack focus, but you also pull away. So it has that like, where you simultaneously getting close and yeah. far away. Like I could feel it, like the like noise yeah. in my head got louder. You literally feel like the world just like gave out under your feet. You get that big, yeah. like adrenaline. And I'm standing outside a gas station soaking wet from just being in like a river. Mm-hmm. And I have a fucking 12 pack in my hand and, uh. And I, Megan answers, and she's like, "Hi, Peg!" Like this high pitchy, over the top covering, covering. And I'm like, "Who the fuck did I lose? Who did I right. lose? Who okay. did I lose? What happened?" And she's like, "When's your show?" And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck did?" She's like, okay. "When's your show? When's this your went show?" Went from a Lifetime movie to a David Lynch movie. Very so what happened then. was she, they knew we were in Austin for this festival. Right. So in they their were trying mind, to hide it from well, they weren't oh. trying to. They thought that my show was until that night. So right. their plan was we're going to reach out to everyone we can. They were going to reach out to this girl, Jane, who managed us. And they were going to reach out to her, right. organize it so that I would basically yeah. get off stage and Jane. go on a plane or something. Right. But obviously this person out yeah. of nowhere. Um, I mean, and it was like, it was four. I got the text at four o'clock my time, right. which would have been five o'clock. So it was like almost 45. Like wasn't even. Right. Joni hadn't been dead for an hour. So... Um, She's like, Joni drowned in a pool, but I have an Aunt Joni. And we're not pool people. We go to the shore. So I'm like all sorts of confused. Like, why was Aunt Joni at a fucking pool? And then she's like, no, baby Joni. And I'm like, no, like we're not pool people. Like, And the the truth is, it's like, we're not. But that summer, my sister was really stressed with work. And so she was like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to. And this this pool actually it takes like years to get in. So they were like, okay, the kids are like three and one. We're gonna sign up for this pool. Maybe we'll get into it in like two years. It's like the, the pool that everyone right. that the, the grade school they're gonna go to. Um, and just somebody knew them was on the board, and they were like, hey, this is a young family. They'll be with us for a long time. Like, let's give them. Someone decided right. not to sign up, so they found out on Thursday that they got into the pool that right. weekend. They put a down payment on it, and they went to the pool on Saturday, and that. And she drowned. And uh, so, yeah, it was just, it was, uh, so obviously it was like terrible. And I was fucking in Austin. So I just like, Mm. I don't really remember. I fell to the floor, like got me to the hotel. We went and drank like margaritas. And I probably had a pitcher of margaritas by myself. And then I woke up the next morning and I got on a plane. Um, And then I never went back to New York because I just was like, I'm the only one who can do this. So I just stayed Mm. home and I lived with Katie and Mm. Tess and, um, like took care of like you yeah, know took of care of Katie's like it was like half her driver assistant whatever yeah. and then we eventually moved to the shore because we, she didn't want to be around anybody and like she rented a house not far from my parents' house oh, wow. so I stayed at my parents you know so it was like so yeah it was um probably the most intense summer of my life mm-hmm. and that was Memorial Day weekend and then Katie got pregnant thankfully in July and it was like that's I think what saved her life is wow. because you basically have to yeah. start taking care of yourself you know cuz like I the one rule was like she's like 
very adamant about the way she eats. I was the only one who would be able to feed her. I fed her the same things every day. Like right. at 12 o'clock, she got a Coke and then she would have either like a little McDonald's burger or like a little um, meatball parm, like just very specific things. And But she wouldn't eat them. And we were smoking and drinking like... I mean, she would, we would go to bed at four and she would wake me up at six every morning, like reenacting the scene for me. That's like what, that's what she did all summer long was just reenact the scene for me, Uh, which, um, you know, it's a fun one. Uh, Do you do? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and I mean, none of us knew what to do. Um, and like, Drowning, I think, for for the especially of young kids, is like one of those things where you you start to like micro think of every second of like where in an event like that because it's so hapless. It, there's eight, nothing you right. can do. Eighteen seconds, yeah. you can die. Yeah. It's insane. So, so I, I could understand if you were racking. And she her was brain. in the baby pool, and she was on steps, and then she would walk over to the medium pool, and basically, like Dan is like, someone asked me a question. I looked at him. And when they eventually, eventually stories came out, sure. like she, he mm. met that guy and, and like, but in his mind, he's like, I, that guy was the devil. Like, yeah, why was yeah. he asking me a question at that moment? Sure. Oh, why did she, why did I not see her walk over here? Yeah. And the other thing is like, we don't know what happened. Did she walk to the steps and maybe it was overcrowded because it was adult swim. Right. So it was like, did a ball go flying past her head and she, did somebody knock her? Like nobody knows what happened. You know what I mean? And it was, there was like a nurse and a doctor sitting right next to Dan. So they actually, Dan pulled her out and they started working on her right away. And, and like, actually I never knew this, but Dan was just saying, he's like, he's like, I, I thought at least we would go to the, like I wouldn't know. And like, but Katie knew. Oh wow. Right away. She heard Dan scream Katie. She gave, Tess, my niece, to her friend, our friend Loretta, and she went over there, and she was like, she just knew. Wow. She just fucking like, she hoped not, but like she's, I mean, she's a funeral director, and so she's like, you just, she was like, I just knew that that they were that she was, and she was, she was dead on arrival. So like, so I mean, it's a horror movie. It's like it's like you, there's like no other way you can um, think of it like that, and you know, though the like. And everybody like it was packed Memorial Day weekend. Like the the pool was crowded. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like all of those people saw it. So, so it's like it was pretty traumatic, I think, for a lot of people. Of course. And yeah. actually, sidebar, really crazy. Someone from the Inquirer wrote like a really scathing, bad, like opinion piece on because it was like it became like a, a you know then it became like a whole thing about like how many drownings that happened in a year no. and like all, everything under the article people were just like what were the parents on their iPhone I can't believe Ugh. kids would let them out of your sight like people have no idea so yeah, no, so this guy writes this pretty in. pretty like rude horrible inquire yeah. piece about it and like I, I I don't even know if they're named or I don't know what it is but I mean we were like some of us read it I couldn't get through it I hope the story ends with your dad punching him in the nose no what happened was he retracted it the week later because that weekend he lost his kid on the beach for three hours uh, shit. the kid wandered Fucking. same age four uh, yeah. four year old and so he was like he wrote like he's like you don't he's like I looked away and she was and yeah. thankfully she you know lifeguards found her and Absolutely. you know but like so it's, it's like you easy. never it's know not, you yeah. know what I mean I'm, I mean like obviously rarely yeah. see a rebuttal by the same author to himself well and that's yeah. like his whole thing was like um you know i just it was almost oh. like a sign from I'm, god of being like yeah, yeah you don't know what the fuck you're talking Talk about, about. <laughs> i mean i was lost all the time as a kid and that's why my yeah. mom like my mom it was like it was, it was actually a really funny moment we were all sitting there crying and she's just like she starts crying we're like what's wrong like we're like like something happened she's like i don't know how any of you guys live <laughs> <laughs> like you just like you're like how the mm. i mean you just don't think like that yeah. but the, the, then the crazy thing is so she got pregnant mm. that summer mm. uh, had lizzie march 
Um, and Lizzie died at daycare, the first day of daycare, no. five what? months later, the Tuesday after Labor Day. Allergy? What they died. They don't know. They thought for a little bit that maybe they both had a heart condition because oh. you can... Oh, okay. So it's like a, that it's first general. like real stress and it just like pops Yes. It. Actually, most babies that die of SIDS, it's like they've realized SIDS, that like 80% yeah. of the... Uh, the like are probably heart conditions that you're unaware, unaware of and you can drown like that same right. thing because it's mm-hmm. the same kind of stress oh, and people wow. don't know you have it but we've all been che- like everybody's been checked he's one of six nobody else has it it's like a rare heart condition so it's, it could be that not that it was the first time she ever Lizzie was ever uh, fully lay, like laying down she always right. kind of sat like slept a little bit but first day of daycare holy shit fucking crazy wow. so both full freak Accidents yeah, like free occurrences. That's insane. Not connected, but are connected. Maybe you know. And then, um, I mean, do you think that? Like, I, I, I hope this doesn't come up the way. I think. But I mean, as even um, you guys must be the best family to be able to deal with this type of thing. You see tragedy all the time in a lot of ways. I'm not saying that you should deal with it anyway. I don't think anyway. Anyone. It's terrible for whoever has to go right. through it. But I mean, but if for, anybody <laughs> could absorb the blow, like, I guess it would be you guys. Maybe like, just being. I don't. I, I don't that's, a, that's a guess. I don't. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I don't think I, there's anyway. But <laughs> I will say that both my dad and um, my brother-in-law's father. Both were like, this was one of the worst. Yeah. And they're both funeral directors. Yeah. Especially yeah, when it sure. happens like a um, second time. It's like, we're fucking cursed. The family's yeah, cursed. Like what it, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and like, you know, it's one thing that like, I have, I have five siblings and, you know, you hear two nieces and you're like, not that you hope, but you, at least no. it's two different parents. Yeah, like, it's different. but it's yeah. fucking, so yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's twofold. Like maybe, you know, people don't get the help that they need because they think they're equipped for it. Or maybe, sure. you know, um, you think you can, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, I mean, for me, it, 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 um, it feels like a surreal like time in my life. It was yeah. such a weird time in my life. Those few years. Do you feel like you've compartmentalized that, that, that time? Does that feel like it feels yeah, different? Than you it are feels now. different. And I, you know, I think about mostly because I feel like I had such a charmed life right. up until that point. And, um, I think about my nieces and nephews, like their right. cousins. Like yeah. I don't know what that's like to be fucking sure. ten and lose your baby cousin. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, like my one niece is twenty, so she was. It was eight years ago. She was, you know, yeah. twelve. Yeah. So like the the older ones all remember. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? And so it's and my one niece is actually was is two weeks apart from Joni. So like she remembers, and you shouldn't have memories of no. being three, but yeah. it was such a paramount Traumatic. thing in her life yeah. that she. Yeah, like I mean, I think it, it completely changed, um, or or maybe it brought it out. Will be sooner. Like you know, she has a lot of anxiety and stuff. And honestly, wouldn't you if you like your earliest memories are of the person sure. that you thought was your best friend is yeah yeah died in absolutely of course. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Should, yeah, no, I, I, wow. I think that's yeah. I think that's uh, that kind of trauma and stuff like that. I'm not surprised if she remembers, even even at such a young age. I'm yeah. not surprised. I mean that that's tr- very traumatic. Yeah, even like <laughs> Tess, who is the little sister and then the older sister. So I don't think she remembers, you know. But she said so much. Like she would be like, um, so her birthday's in December, right? So March, Lizzie's born. She dies in September. They're we're planning her birthday in December, and she looks at her mom and says, like, we can't have a party. Right. Without Lizzie, 
mm. is she gonna come back? Like, so it's like those kinds of things. Yeah. You're just like, ah, it's like a horror movie. Ca- like, you don't know what else. Right. You yeah. don't know. She's and who's like, equipped to? Especially being that little. Like, I remember after my dad died, as like I was 22, but like a grown man. Like, you still like. You'll have those periods where, like, yeah, but he'll like show up again. Like, just that stupid part of your brain just wanders off for a second. Yeah. And to be that little and not, you know, you still don't really have the paradigms of reality built, really. Right. So you're like, say, so this is, this sucks. When is she coming back? That's yeah. a little. Ugh. Yeah, and then the two little ones that, you know, then Mary and Nancy came along and, like, so they'll just have these, like, phantom angels that. They we talk about you know what I mean that she, they don't even have any sort of concept of like calm, and I've yeah. thought of that like I'm like what is that world that you live up live yeah. in where you know you're just completely there's these two people I never met who I was you know I don't know right. they're just kind of um, looming over your entire life right mm-hmm. like I, have you ever heard that song Unknown Brother by um, Black Keys no um, they it's um well like one of the like one of the lyrics is like my baby's mother's pain and it's about how his i guess his wife had a little brother had an older brother that died um who and they were really young so the whole song is like about how like uh, uh it's like unknown brother is like um she, they never met no, i never but met like, you and we spoke not a word i'll never forget you through the stories i've heard for you unknown brother my baby's mother pain because your soul's in heaven but your memory that's fucking heavy very, very right <laughs> yeah yeah if you want to know a good sad song come to o'leary right here <laughs> okay i love well, a good sad song. all right well you know what for a nice segue on the lighter side it does involve children it does involve death however these children are murdering rock and roll okay uh, rock and roll is dead it died with this video the band is called Extreme Power. That is X hyphen Dream Power. And this song is Obey Authority. Let's get this little uh, jam going. Yeah. Will this get pulled? Because there's no way this So we uh, found uh, that popular things get pulled. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So you might not, might not see this on their screen. It's respect and obey authority. Yes. Hell yeah. So exactly. they, will, they will hear it. Punk rock. I'm not going to waste the course. time. I'm not going to waste the time to, to, to add the display, buddy. Because uh, All right. That's fine. That's fine. This will be, be audio only. <laughs> It's already amazing. I didn't know what. So are they like in a gymnasium? Also, that's a parking parking lot. Authority, uh, respect, authority, O-B-E-Y. Oh, look at the bad boy back. Obey, authority, come on, come on. Jamie is the bad boy of this band. We all know there was that time he stole a cookie. Obey, authority, come on, come on. This is jarring, buddy. This is upsetting. So now you're a good singer. No offense. I know, I feel bad saying that. It's like we don't even get like one of them like a rock and Also, she's, what is she wearing? Like, athletic goggles? Actually, those, those might be like the era of like Seth Green being a part of the yeah. 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 So these kids are alright. They're like a Probably now. Yeah. Well, actually, no, no, no. They're playing on rock band so it's at least maybe they're a little younger. They're really, right? Oh my god, that's even worse. Look at that! It has it. It has six thousand like down. Oh yeah. Wow. Also, I like to see the shadow of the parents. Yeah. 
Oh, they, yeah, this is like parent blood. This is like, oh, they, yeah. they, like our children are good children. They respect us and obey us. We're seeing cuts in between them in the class, and the teachers are just closed arm walking around. I, I want to know, like, what the parents' upbringing is. That at any point, oh my god, look at this asshole. What was he doing? Changing the trash. Changing the trash. I like how the woman has like a what that means, all of this is his fault. Like, what was his upbringing that he ever, ever thought? There is not a trace of awareness in this. Of like, yeah, a rock and roll song about it's your turn to take out the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like this guy. I don't yeah. like this guy at all. Is there more of this that gets crazier? Is this getting? Or is it just uh, I mean, there might be a ripping is, solo. I don't know. Even They're going to go into a terrible bridge. Is what's going to happen? Nah, we're done. We're uh, done. That's fine. That is. That is. Upsetting. Thank you for trolling the internet, buddy. Just finding. Yeah, the how'd most, you find that? I don't remember. What kind I was, of trail? I, I, I was looking for child performers as always, and this just—I <laughs> mean, sometimes you find a fucking gem. I mean, you know? honestly, I hope that your podcast gets these guys uh, about five thousand more. Thumbs yeah, down. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying, you look around every now and again, you find a Michael and a sea of Tito's. So in, the, in these <laughs> last little minutes we got just before, oh, we go. Um, we usually get into death, and I'm very interested. In I seeing. think we got enough into death. <laughs> well, no, I wanted to. Oh, the only question. Oh, well, yeah, no, I'm fine just, with the. Uh, hey, I, mean, I think I've asked you maybe on that, but we don't really talk about. It, but in terms of your Catholicism, like, do you believe that we go to heaven? Or are you still holding on to that heaven thing? You know. Or okay. do you think it's a little something different than that? So I will say this. I believed in Santa Claus till I was too old. Okay. okay. And, you know, people are like, you're so gullible. And I am. I'm a, there's a, a lot of gullible night. Naivete. Naivety. Yeah, to me. My girl's already saying she doesn't want to do Santa with her kids. And I'm okay. saying, fuck you. Well, here's my thing is like. I was devastated when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. Not because, like, because it's, I still have, so it's like, I was like, I was being lied to for so long. But then I think about it, I'm like, I got 12 years of believing in a magical being, mm-hmm. and the rest of my friends didn't. And so I'm like, is the facts are that we probably die and it's over and there is no God? Probably that's closer to the truth, but mm-hmm. isn't it more glass half full to think that there is a rhyme and reason to all the chaos and bullshit and maybe not a True heaven. True fashion, dude. Going to beers. Yeah. <laughs> glass half full as usual. <laughs> glass but half like, full, top it off. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Top yeah, it off. There it is. Uh, you gotta like, yeah, do I believe that I'm gonna go up there should be a guy on the fucking throne being like, yeah, here's a course light for you, Peg. No, but I do What's think... What's up, Yahweh? Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it is... Um, a level of uh, reincarnation of it kind of, and like life on earth maybe has become some people's heavens and, and sometimes we're living in own hell. I do mm-hmm. have some feeling of that because gotcha. I have weird deja vu and dreams that I was okay. alive at a different t- time period. Oh, wow. Okay, I can understand that. Um, and, but again, I think it's like, it's a hopeful thing because to me to think like dead, gone, you're in the ground and that's it. Um, Too final. It's too final and it's too, that's overwhelming to me. Like actually in like the last podcast, Ryan was saying how he, Ryan Foster was saying he doesn't understand, he doesn't care for space. And I feel like it's Mm. like, I don't, I don't even think about it because to me it's, it, 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 like it feels chaotically overwhelming to think about it. Like, I don't think we're the only ones um, in the universe. Definitely not. Like, I definitely think there's other beings or whatever. And maybe that's what it is. Like, Mm. I love Con Air. Like, I love that that concept of, like, maybe it's fucking we go into space or whatever the bullshit is. Mm. Like, uh, so I, I hope that there is life after. I don't think it's as 
Perfect. Well, I don't think anybody knows. No, no, of course. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what no, the tire, like the Tower of Babel's like no. whole ideas, right? It's like, I mean, don't get too close to heaven because it's like, you're not supposed to, we're not supposed right, to know all the answers. Right. There's like an element of, you know, you should be good for the sake of being good, not yeah. because you get a reward. That's a very human, yes. that's a, to me a right. very man way of looking at life. Like, right, well, right. if I'm if I'm nice to my woman, she'll give me a dick sucking so, later. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I oh, think Are you reading my body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a beautiful place to leave it. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Peggy, would you like to plug this comes out on Thursday? Yeah, no, this will be next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah. So, um, um, so next Thursday is the day before my birthday. So if you follow yeah. me on social media if i can yeah slip in my dms <laughs> a little happy birthday um and uh, yeah you can follow me on instagram at underscore peggy yo lovable monsters if you don't listen to it listen to our pod we all share the same network and um peggy leary on twitter nice and how about um, for you jesse taking us on that pod i just find me at jesse dram at magic misery tour i'll be at john and peter's december 26 and i'm trying to book other stuff until then with uh, some very shady sure. people who post <laughs> randomly online and i say hey i'll do it <laughs> great and That's then awesome. they're unimpressed and don't get back to me neil <laughs> no i'm good I, I'm, I'm solid i think i've done enough uh <laughs> yeah no of course i'll be in uh, manny brown's uh oh, yeah. november 21st they have a great show yes. uh peggy and ryan will have that and you should always go to that it's a goodie um other than that people this has been a podcast and we'll see you guys later. Yeah, thank Thanks. you for coming. Thank you. That was great. Yeah. Later. Later. Obey authority. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.